0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode ninety eight of All Booked Up, the Buffalo <laughs> and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I
1: am Jacob Marico
0: What up, Jacob, happy MLK Monday. Oh,
1: happy which is MLK Monday to you too.
0: What it will be in the future when I this ac- is happening. I
1: also had a dream last night, it was not as important as this. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's some, like, uh, we're not going to get into
0: it. I will can. have posted on Twitter our one of our past episodes where we go over um, some MLK films and things of that nature. That was a good one. That yeah, was a good there's one. There's a lot one of our, good, one lot of good our stuff first out there. episodes,
1: I think, wasn't it? It was way back in the day. It was back in the day. Now, now we on 98. I had <sighs> hair down the back of my waist.
0: Just think, in two episodes, for episode 100, we are going to have some guests on. Um,
1: 100 episodes. Ooh, sp- spooky.
0: 100 days of hanging out with you. That's the spooky. Well, that's part. that's the good part. <laughs> that's the spooky part. Um, but yeah, we'll have some guests, and they'll talk about their favorite books and their favorite movies and things that people should be watching. And it'll be a lot of in and out, and I'm sure it'll be complete pandemonium. That's yeah, I'm, what I'm anticipating. I'm sure
1: we won't have any audio difficulties whatsoever yeah, while it. we're setting up the show.
0: Speaking of pandemonium, how about some of them shocking snubs and surprises in the 2020 Oscar nominations? Oh
1: man, there was there was some interesting stuff going on, and I'm actually surprised—not surprised so much at the surprises, snubs, but how like vehement people are about. Some Oh, of these the subs. internet
0: makes people know everything. They're like, I know this person should have gotten it, and I know this movie's terrible. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, we we'll don't get, know. We'll, we'll
1: get into it's it. It's called opinions. Yeah, we're gonna look at him and be like, you know, he's oh, I'm so mad, so and so didn't get nominated. It's like, really? Well, who would you have pulled out then? Like, who who doesn't get nominated? That's Exa- a big exactly. problem. with Exactly. Well, I mean, the we'll get into presumed it. Presumed
0: frontrunners like Irishman, 1917, Once Upon a Time, they all predictably staked their claim in the race no sure. surprises there um but yeah but there were some pleasant inclusions and maybe shocking omissions um so some of these that we're gonna talk about are the ones that uh people feel in general they might not be our personal no. feelings I'm
1: actually some of them
0: I'm I'm into but some of them I, I was like I don't care about that one
1: in general I'm actually okay with the nominees. For the most part, like I can't really see too many where I'm like, oh man, this person deserved to be instead of this person.
0: I am struggling with everything.
1: Really? With the best
0: picture? There are only two films. Nominated. I feel that our best pictures, the rest, I feel like, are not worthy of the category.
1: Really? Because I actually feel like every one of the pictures up for best picture this year, if this was a different year, would be a runaway favorite so, to yeah, win. I
0: no, I disagree, but we'll, we'll get into
1: that. We'll get into that. So
0: the first surprise um, nominee would be best supporting actress Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell.
1: You know what? That actually is one of the ones I was surprised about.
0: I mean, she was a surprise when the Golden Globes announced their pick. Um, so I think it's a surprise again, though, for an Oscar. So that was Clint Eastwood's true life story about the man who found a bomb during the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. Um, but they didn't show up anywhere else. Well,
1: because nobody went, nobody saw that movie. I saw that
0: movie, and it was actually a good movie.
1: Did you really waste your time in going to see a Clint Eastwood movie in 2020? Was there uh, vehement racism and hating of the young peoples in there?
0: Nope. It was just a true story, very well told. <laughs> I thought it was really... A really good movie. I
1: literally looked at that. And as soon as I saw his trailers, I'm like, well, there's a movie I'm never going to watch. I'm falling asleep just looking at it. And oh, no.
0: I mean, the, the, the main characters were really great, in, including Kathy Bates, who's obviously no stranger to the Academy. She's had sure. two nominations and one win prior to now. but
1: Which actually seems like a low amount of nominations for her. For I thought she Kathy more. Bates. Yeah.
0: Sure. I think she's very she's choosy about what she's in, though. She's not in a ton of stuff. But it's a very affecting emotional turn. She plays Richard Jewell's mom. And her life is just completely upended when her son is wrongly accused yeah. and becomes the center of this investigation. So I think she does um, a great job. I don't know who else. I mean, I have other people I, I might have put in her place, but I'd say that's a first surprise for the for that.
1: That actually ties into um, one of my surprises. Okay. Believe it or not, because uh, um, because she got nominated. Uh, Jennifer Lopez kind of got the snub on that.
0: Oh, you got a snub. Well, the surprise yeah.
1: slash snub. It kind of goes on both lists for me because I did see Hustlers, and I didn't think the movie was that good. It, I think it was. It fine. just
0: wasn't. It, it was fine as perfect, perfect e- description.
1: Yeah, it's fine. But far be it from me to you know hold it against Jennifer Lopez when she's going to play a thief stripper or you know the Cardi B life story, as it were. Mm. Um, but this was like the one movie where it seemed like she was just a, like a you know, a shoe in to get an Oscar nomination. People were talking about why? Why
0: were they talking about it so much? I didn't think she was that great. Like, I understand that that is considered a snub right now, but I'm not sure I understand why. Like, she was well, fine, and I will look at half-naked Jennifer Lopez. I'll do it all day. It might, she looks great.
1: It might sound like I'm being a misogynist in this case, and I'm not, because this is an actual Hollywood thing where it's an old case of super big megastar decides to get scantily clad or naked and then expects an Oscar nomination. It's called Mm. Halle Berry syndrome. Because Mm. Monsters, well, Monsters Ball, she has that infamous sex scene with Billy Bob Thornton she and also
0: acted really well throughout the film. Do she, you just disregard that if women I are, are naked? I thought she was.
1: That was like the worst acting job. I'm I've pretty ever sure seen Michael
0: I've. Fassbender thought he was gonna get an Oscar nom for shame, didn't he? No. He got nominated for a lot of stuff, and he got totally naked. That so doesn't
1: work for guys. It's a girl thing. It's it
0: absolutely like, does work for guys. Name
1: one guy movie that got nominated because he got naked in the movie.
0: Piano. Harvey Keitel,
1: nominated. If anything, that hurt his Oscar <laughs> chances. He probably would have won the Oscar if he hadn't have done that scene. But I feel like it's a, like, Haley Berry, for instance, like, she won for Monster's Ball. You said she was great. I thought she was terrible. So that's mm. kind of the way it goes. But Jennifer Lopez, I felt like, was a lot of the big deal because in the lead-up to it, you know, people were saying it was a fun heist movie. But I also feel like they were focusing a lot on she had to learn how to pole dance for that movie because I feel like I saw so I many that, videos.
0: Yeah, I think pole dancing is, like, crazy hard that we don't understand.
1: Um, but like I, again it's a situation where Kathy Bates in the best supporting actress category she's really the only one who I don't necessarily know if she belongs mm. Florence Pugh for uh, what is she, what is she a Little Women uh, Margot Robbie Bombshell Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit and uh, who's the other one? Oh, Saoirse Ronan for nope that's best actress Oh, Laura Dern, that's why I forgot because don't even get me started on her.
0: Oh, I was watching Little Women and Laura Dern popped up and I was like, Jacob's gonna be so angry <laughs> if ooh, he ever watches. I just
1: this. I just got mad thinking about Laura did she really pop up in that movie?
0: Oh yeah, she's the mom of all the girls.
1: Hi kids. How are you doing?
0: That's a, That's literally li- exactly how she sounds. I
1: know, but you know what? We're all just She's gonna little- win the
0: Oscar too.
1: We're just little women. <laughs> Oh, my God, I hate her so much. And I know she's going <laughs> to win the Oscar and it aggravates me. I don't
0: me. understand it. I don't understand that she's going to win an Oscar. I love Marriage nope. Story, but.
1: Don't, doesn't deserve it. Doesn't deserve it at all. But, you know, when your dad's a Hollywood royalty. Oh, here we go. Here
0: we go. go. All here right, let's get go back started. into it. So another surprise I'm going to bring up, surprise that made me super happy, is that Parasite, Having a shot at being a foreign film winning um, best picture, it would be the first foreign language film to ever do so.
1: It's it's one of the three favorites. I feel like like heading in. I feel like everybody's looking at Once Upon a Time, Parasite, and 1917 right now. Are the I ha- I'm
0: going to go see 1917 this week. But as of right now, there's only two best picture films I haven't seen. For me, Parasite is um, is definitely leading it. Although I think for it for it to win it would have had to kind of nab some other key nominations, and it didn't show up in any of the acting races. So one of the snubs was uh, Song Kang-ho. She was presumed the candidate most likely to receive a nod, and she didn't. It it did show up, though, in Best Director, Best Editing, and Best Production Design, but I'm not sure that's enough. Usually the Best Picture film has some of the acting categories. Or, like, an editing nomination. But or it's, I mean, it's obviously going to win Best Foreign Language Film. Yeah, I feel
1: like that's pretty much a given. Like, if it doesn't, people, I think there's going to be an audible gasp
0: in yeah, the crowd. Yeah, totally. Um,
1: but, yeah, like, the Best Picture nominees, they seem like they're both all going to be pretty good. I'm going to go see 1917 this week as well. I'm kind of with you on that front. It looks amazing. I just haven't yeah, got great. myself out to the theater, so... So many surprises. There's now. a lot of
0: heavy sighs. Do you, are you okay?
1: Well, every time at Oscar season, I always like kind of get thinking about it because one of the things that I'm still surprised about, I guess I'll put this as like a secondary surprise, is that like stuntmen and such do not have a category. This is something they've been bringing up do for a while now. Do they have their own awards? No. They, well, they have the stuntman awards, but I mean. This is supposed to be in a celebration of the movies and That's the arts. That's a really great call. Yeah, like it's been a thing people have talked about for years now. But how are stuntmen don't have a category like best stunt? Like you look at stuff like Bond movies or like uh, John Wick flicks. There's a lot it would of it be like, hard though. Stuff. Like,
0: do you do stuntmen? What if actors do their own stunt? Do they count then?
1: Well, stunt coordinator. You put the stunt oh, coordinator whoever gets whoever creates the, yeah, stunt. the stunt, gotcha. whoever makes it up gets the nomination. And then, like, you, if the actor did it, cool. They can come on stage and um, okay. get the Oscar with them. It just seems like one of those categories in films that just should, it should have something, and it All right, well,
0: start writing your letters.
1: I, I write them every day. Until
0: then, uh, give me another snubber surprise.
1: <laughs> okay, surprise. I'm going to go for the best director category, uh, that Todd Phillips for Joker got nominated.
0: That was a little bit of a surprise.
1: Now, I think he's been nominated before. I don't know, because- For what? Well, one of those Adam McKay movies, like The Big Short or something, I feel like he might have been the director on oh. one of those. Um but I feel like there's a lot of surprise out there that he got the nomination in this category.
0: Yeah, well, um, I'm not going to get into it yet because that's going to be my last one. But we're going to talk about what his nomination meant because it meant a snub for someone else that I'm going to wait on. Ooh, I'm gonna, well, we'll get I back like to that. It.
1: Yeah. Um, but I'm, like, it's both surprising and not because there's a lot of people shocked they got nominated. I'm like, but you guys forget how big of a movie Joker was. And the only reason this movie exists is because Todd Phillips convinced the executives over at Warner Brothers to make a good decision for once. And they still managed well, to it. Well, I think he tricked that. them
0: into thinking it was like a comic book film when it wasn't really at all.
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much exactly what he did. And yeah. then they're like, we don't trust your vision. We're going to give away $500 million to this other production company because we're Warner Brothers. Oh, did you hear what they're doing now? No. Oh, my God. So Warner Brothers decided, you know who doesn't pick good movies despite everything this year? People. So we're going to put our entire movie slate and the decision for movies we make in the hands of an AI program, and that's going to decide what movies we make and what movies we don't make now. Wow, really? Yeah, they're no longer going to have a person in charge because they say people don't make good decisions. So huh. they're going to let a computer decide. So get ready for a lot of terrible sequels and that's stuff like that. That's um, interesting. I don't
0: know how I feel about that. I yeah, feel kind of weird about that. Yeah,
1: you, you shouldn't feel great because I don't think it's I don't think be a it's positive. always the
0: bad decisions. I think sometimes good scripts go awry and like they just don't work out. I think some films that didn't that bombed could be remade in just completely different direction and do well. So I think it's, you know. Yeah, but it it's really going to mean
1: less independent, less like new actors. I Yeah, not I don't, like, I don't the, like anything AI related. Yeah, the algorithm's not going to say that like, "Oh man, The Matrix, that's a terrible idea. Who's going to go see a brand new movie Star Kanderiz? He's poison." Yeah. But the best You know another thing I like about the best director nominations mm-hmm. is that I feel like Scorsese has made a lot of um, noise this year for basically saying that comic book movies aren't cinema mm-hmm. you know that was a whole big thing earlier this year Just think of that what you will but the fact that joker and todd phillips are both nominated in this category even though scorsese was a producer on those movies
0: well joker though doesn't feel at all like a superhero movie well it's, at all it's is, like not except that they gave it the name of someone from comic books
1: well that is well the same character too but that is true. But he also, it's an instance where he spent all this time saying that movies aren't, the comic movies aren't cinema, but this is literally a movie that, you know, storyline apart, this is a character and an idea that was built in a comic book and now it's getting all this critical praise. So it kind of blows up his whole point. That's like, yeah, maybe the Marvel movies aren't what you would consider cinema, but that doesn't mean all comic book movies can't be. I mean, Road to Perdition, that was a cinema. Um, History yeah, no, of violence. It's, I, I, I don't
0: think that's what he meant, though. I think he just meant these giant production, 20 in a series are not cinema. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't watch those Marvel movies because I'm not into it so I get where he's coming from. We don't need to take everything everyone says. I feel like we really, I just feel, we make them have to live well, by those words. I just, It forever. was definitely
1: an okay boomer kind of moment for Scorsese. It's like, well, you just think what you think of it. Yeah, it's I not really what it is anymore. It's I know, but always. I'm just
0: saying, like sometimes people can say their opinion in a moment and then it's like, let's let's burn them alive because we don't agree i'm like that's fine if scorsese feels that way he's an incredible filmmaker great that's a great oh that's your opinion that's super neat well i just don't understand we have to, we always like go too deep on things like this person how can i feel because that's how he feels great yeah. Yeah, it- i do not like them either i really don't like superhero movies they don't work for me And if I was famous and said that, and then people are like, boycott her films. Like, (laughs) give me a break. I don't don't know. was actually,
1: there was like a chance that- uh Endgame was going to get nominated. I feel like it was going to have the Ford versus Ferrari slot, and I don't think it deserved to be nominated for Best Picture. But it was one of those cases where it's the biggest movie of all time. It probably should have got nominated. I mean, Ford
0: versus Ferrari was kind of a surprise, too.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Like, that's the one in the Best Picture nominees. Everybody's kind of like, huh? Well,
0: it didn't get any nods in acting, directing, or screenplay, which you almost always see in something that comes up as Best Picture, especially when you have Christian Bale and Matt Damon in the roles. But it's yeah, so just
1: that was the other one that's that's another kind of surprise was the uh the Ford versus Ferrari. Um I know you really like that movie. I did not see it, but I did, it was very enjoyable. Um
0: It's movie. You know those movies that are movie?
1: Yeah. It's, well, it's like, got I Ma- watched
0: a movie and I was fully entertained. Well, it
1: starred either Christian Bale or Matt Damon. That's usually what you say about great. all their movies. It's like it's a movie.
0: No, I don't think that's necessarily true at all.
1: <laughs> Why is that?
0: I mean, there's different levels, but sometimes there's those movies that are just very, they're made to entertain you, and I appreciate it. I'm not, I don't have to overthink it. I don't have to be confused. I'm not crying. I'm not anxious. Um, I don't want to cut my face off like I did watching Uncut Gems and be anywhere except in the theater. They're just those kind, they're knives out. That's a movie.
1: Yeah. See there's another one that could have had those the- Those are j- uh, just
0: those movies that they feel good to watch.
1: I kind of forgot about that one, but there's another one that could have got the uh the Ford vs. Ferrari slot because there's a lot of people that love that movie, man. That,
0: I don't understand why. I, again, it was cute, but it wasn't it wasn't great. But I felt like Ford versus Ferrari is cute, but not great.
1: <laughs> I it's None I feel, I worry about Matt Damon and Christian Bale that it's kinda becoming like uh When you go see like, used to go see Clooney movies, like you know exactly what this movie's going to be. It's going to be like a warm blanket. You cannot
0: feel that way about Christian Bale movies. Well,
1: he's getting that way a little bit. Does a
0: million different things. Well, they're
1: all kind. He's going to probably do a voice. He's like Tom Hardy. He's going to do some physical transformation. Stop it. He does the best
0: physical transformations. You're being a real banana right now. No, I'm
1: not arguing. He does good physical transformations. I just feel like he's got to do something. Outside of his wheelhouse again because he's getting a little predictable that he's gonna do a lot of biopics and a lot of character pieces. Like he's starting to he's starting to get like a shtick. He needs to do something different. Man,
0: Jacob, Matt,
1: Matt Damon is just doing Matt Damon's. There's stuff,
0: no so. p- there's no pleasing you. Good lord. No, I'm I, going I, into I got high standards, man. High my standards. my big one of my huge snubs for the Oscars, and this could have taken the place of Ford versus Ferrari, honestly, once upon a time in Hollywood, in my opinion. Yeah, that's another uh, re- big I think f- we agree with The there. farewell.
1: Oh, I never saw that. The one.
0: Farewell is one of the best movies of the year. It's by Lulu Wang and it follows um, a family who hides their grandma's cancer diagnosis from her, which was based on her real life. Hmm. Um, but I mean, it was hailed as one of the best films of the year by critics since it came out in Sundance last January. It nabbed Golden Globes, BAFTA, Critics' Choice Nods, but it did not receive a single nomination Which the is Oscars.
1: shocking. I mean... Uh, um Aquafina, I guess we'll use her stage name. Yeah, she got the golden, I think. Golden could, Globe win. For, I thought
0: for sure she could be in for for lead actress.
1: At least get a at least get a shot. I mean, I don't understand. Like you figures with the diversity idea, like you want to get some people of minorities into that category. And
0: well, I mean, the Oscars sure don't. I mean, that's never really been a big.
1: I mean, let's, yeah. Let, let, let's look who's up for Best Actress. Cynthia Erivo, I feel like, is the big shock because she's for that movie Harriet, the Harriet Tubman movie. Again, another movie that nobody went to go see. No, the nobody movie cares. about
0: did not do very I don't think no one cares about it, but it wasn't up very long either, like in this area. No,
1: I don't think it was up really much anywhere. So it's kinda of like surprised that she got nominated. And I feel like that's the spot where you could have sl- um switched Aquafina in there. A lot of people are mad about Nicole Kim and not get, get nominated for Bombshell. I didn't see I that. Haven't I haven't really seen
0: it care. yet, but I heard it wasn't great.
1: Um but I feel like that's a slot that you could have easily had her in there, um, the other nominees like Scarlett Johansson, Ronan, Charlize Theron, Renee Zellweger, sure. Renee Zellweger. It seems, I
0: have Judy at home, and I can't wait to watch it because I've heard nothing but good things. And it's a weird movie that had like a lot of um, praise like before it came out, and then it was released, and you didn't hear one word about it.
1: Well, nobody wanted to go see it. And but I, I
0: did, it was again. I mean, Buffalo is really frustrating because movies come for like a week sometimes yeah. if they're not huge films. Um, but I have it at home, and I'm really looking forward to it. I really liked Julie, Judy Garland growing up. Um, what a hard – that was a hard life that lady had, no joke.
1: I, I think all the women of that yeah. time in Hollywood, they all had some
0: – So it's hard to say, but I have a feeling that it's probably going to go to Renee. Do um, Why don't I, you just list off a couple more because I want to move on to um, something else in a second. What are some of your other snubs or surprises just –
1: Okay, well, there was a couple snubs in the Best Actor category that we can run through real quick. Uh, Eddie Murphy felt like he was going to get for My Name is Dolomite. Yeah. People thought he had a chance there. I still feel like the Academy is holding when he used to talk crap about him when he hosted in the 80s. Maybe. And then I feel like it's the same. Actually, you know what? It ties into uh, Adam Sandler, who's another one of my people felt was a snub for Best Actor for Uncut Gems, which you mentioned.
0: I I mean, he's probably never going to be nominated. that's (laughs) what I was going
1: to say, like. Eddie Murphy and Adam Sandler, look guys, I understand you want to try to get nomination, but you also spent 20 years making Norbit and Billy Madison. They're never going to nominate. I mean, you. they
0: can be great in things, but it's it's just difficult like to be against Adam Driver or Joaquin Phoenix or um Leonardo DiCaprio. That's just a really that's I mean, very difficult.
1: Yeah, uh best actor is Also uncut here. gems I hate you. And Robert De Niro also didn't get nominated for Best Actress. Uncut Gems, you hated that movie?
0: No, I can't say I hated it. Like, it was a good film. I really liked those directors. But it created so much anxiety that that it made me hate it. Like, I was like, I cannot believe I paid to make my body feel as terrible as it feels (laughs) watching this movie. So you leave and you have to be like, yeah, I guess, like, the editing was good and the acting was good. And there's things that you have to appreciate but while i was watching it i was like i cannot wait until this movie is over and i can go back to my life which now seems completely stress-free compared <laughs> to this adam sandler character <laughs> it's so stressful jacob I, i'm
1: very curious to see it I'll, you know, I'll probably watch it when it comes on D&D. it's
0: worth it's definitely worth seeing but you can to feel terrible I Take love- a Xanax beforehand. I wish I had known.
1: Oh well, I'm I'm always down for that. <laughs> oh I, god. I, I love the idea that uh Somebody from the Academy called up Adam Sandler. He was just, like, making fun of me. He's like, "Bibbity, bobbidi boo no <laughs> nomination for you. <laughs> and just be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I've been making terrible Netflix movies for 20 years. That's no wonder nobody takes me seriously. And
0: An- Another snub was the documentary Apollo 11, I think, that got a lot of um, press. This was a really competitive category this year, though. Um, but... Sometimes they snub really ones that are well-loved, like last year with Won't You Be My Neighbor, which made me so angry. But Apollo 11 is really um, kind of a revelatory achievement in archival research. Yeah, what is that one
1: about? I'm really sure. It's
0: It's literally just actual footage from the time, like the day that Apollo 11 takes off. It's their journey to the moon there and then back it's all archival footage that's kind of cool it's something you watch once and i think never again or you go sleepy time kind of like the irishman but (laughs) you yes but you appreciate it for what it is um, okay, I have one more snub. Do you have anything you want to throw in before? Uh, we got
1: Taryn Edgerton for Rocket Man was another Best Actor and, um, snub, but not, I f-
0: not for me, but okay. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like it's
1: pretty obvious why that one happened. A no room. People, yeah, people don't really like Elton John as much as they like Freddie Mercury, and they just gave it to Rami Malek last year. You're not going to get too. Um, Two movies about He's famous also, singers. He
0: wasn't as good as Freddie. He's definitely Freddie not. Freddie as Rammy
1: This show is not pro Elton John. He is. That
0: good. is a lie. I meant he wasn't as good as Freddie Mercury. Oh my god, I said it again. Like mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Ramy Malek. You,
1: you see, that's your. That's your. Back I mean, your brain very to few saying.
0: musicians are as good as Freddie Mercury, but Elton's fine.
1: And you know, all this year, I feel like people were saying that edgerton was better than rami malek was last year
0: people are just angry at rami malek people decided when the internet they get in that hive mode and they're like this is the thing we don't like and then everyone just agrees it's when i hate people (laughs) the most is hive mentality of we decide as a group what is good and what is bad i don't like it if you
1: really want to see something funny involving Rami, go into that uh the nightmare that is the billy eilish uh being the girl who's going to sing the Bond theme this year. Oof, that is... Why well,
0: her voice is fine.
1: I've actually never heard a song by her, so I don't know if she's going to be good or bad. Well, then
0: why are you like, oof, and why are you already hating something you never even heard the girl's voice? Oh,
1: it's not me. I personally could Well, I'm sure less. people are
0: going to hate it. I mean, she's young. I don't
1: think it's the right choice because...
0: Why her voice is she does that whole like smoky mysterious thing like her songs on the radio sound like that it sound they all sound like Bond themes. Well,
1: again, I haven't heard any of her music, but what I worry about is that it's not nothing to do with her voice or her talent. I worry that when you pick a singer who's only pop who just became popular or is popular in the moment, it dates your movie if that person disappears. What I mean by that no, is... No, I know what you're saying. The idea if that If like, some
0: 41 had done one, right. it would if, look really bad. No. If when
1: GoldenEye <laughs> came out, if Coolio sang the Bond theme <laughs> because he had the number one song of the year. Right. It's like, okay, that sounds great at the time. Ten years from now, you're like, what the heck happened there? Like, I
0: get, yeah. It's not like
1: Sam Smith or somebody who the song actually gets better once you get away from the Bond movie.
0: The Adele song <laughs> is my favorite one. That,
1: well, everybody loves Skyfall. Like that
0: Skyfall.
1: Is, Like, Do you even remember the one that Alicia Keys did for Quantum of Solace? Eh. exactly i forgot she I mean, did it she's good
0: too it was I, her and
1: jack white nobody remembers nobody I gotta, cares.
0: we gotta move this on because there's other stuff i want to talk about so the last snub that i want to bring up which is going to lead into the rest of our conversation would be greta gerwig for best director um so i mean little women nominated for best picture mm-hmm. we've got a nomination for best Supporting Actress. Um, Best Actress, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Costume Design, Original Score. So, I mean, it's all over the place. And I'm sorry, but if a movie is that good to get into all of those categories, it's because it has a great director. But like so many other years in Oscar history, there's no women nominated for Best Director. Right. And there was this year had like a lot of big films that were helmed by women, Honey Boy, Hustlers... um, Booksmart, The Farewell, those were all female-led films that did really, really well in the box office. But we well, kind of see Booksmart. the same dudes. Booksmart did really well, though. No, it didn't. It didn't. No, it didn't. I'm pretty sure it, didn't. it did, not and it was on Obama's list.
1: It did fine. It didn't do great. Not the point. But you're, we'll move on.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, so they're just. This is women were shut out of the best director race despite the fact that this year the total female Oscar nominees is more than any other year. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. They uh, nominated 62 women across all the categories. Oh. But I mean, it's this is really like, I think this is really frustrating. And it comes up where they had the Oscar so white thing where it was no mm-hmm. people of color. And then it goes to like, and also women. Like women have been making movies since literally the advent of like film. There was, like, a lot. I was, like, reading back in the silent era, there were tons of women involved in film. But for some reason, once, like, sound cinema came up, like, female participation in them began just dropping off. Like, then big studios were like, oh. No, I don't want to do It's like anymore. they don't have trust in women, even though. Okay, let's think about it. So, Disney's, a movie I did not See or want to, but Ava DuVernay is the wrinkle in time, first black woman to direct a hundred million dollar movie. And then, like, Wonder Woman success, um, Captain Marvel like, these were women directed films. So it shows that they can bring in
1: Catherine Bigel has been killing it for 20 years now, 30 I mean, years now.
0: She's, she's pretty much the only one. But so, I'll get this a survey of the top 250 films in 2018 at the domestic box office found that women made up just eight percent of the directors involved, which is down 3% from um, 2017. It's, that's, not, it's not a stinks. good trend.
1: It's not a good trend at all. Now, uh, I did not see Little Women um, at all. It, from everything I've heard, everybody says it's fantastic. I wor- It looks like a star is born. I worry about a movie that's already been made two or three times before and Sh- what the relevance Sure,
0: but it. when it's a classic book, I feel like that does come up. More often, sure.
1: Like that's why I'm not mad about this one. I'm like, like unlike a star is born. Well, the
0: technology's improved, so we can kind of. I saw Little Women. It's still
1: a period piece.
0: I mean, it made 107 million dollars worldwide in under a month. It's a big hit. That's a total one. Yeah, that's
1: a big hit. Um, I actually would not have minded her instead of Todd Phillips. I love Joker, but I don't really know if that needed to have a best director nomination. Like, I feel like that's the spot. Everybody else deserves to be up there. Mendez, Tarantino, Scorsese, and Ho. They deserve to be up
0: I mean, she would have been the first woman in this 92 years of Oscar that would have two Best Director nods because she was nominated in 2017 for Lady Bird. But she is the only woman to receive a Best Director nomination since Catherine Bigelow, which was 2009's Hurt Locker, who actually won it, and is the first and only woman to win a Best Director nod, which is crazy. I
1: feel like... You could pretty much you can get rid of that talking point soon because I feel like Greta Gerwig, barring some kind of like massive uh, talent dispersal, is on track to win it eventually.
0: Maybe, but I don't think it's a talking point you can get rid of when it's been 92 years and five women. Have been nominated. Oh,
1: I'm not arguing that point. I just feel like there's going to be some more. I feel like Greta Gerwig is going to get one, so I they're going to have two. I, I mean, I believe... hope
0: so, but it's it's more like we need to start. Why studios need to trust women and give them these films because there's no there's no proof out there that men can create better movies. P- pretty it's much just proof
1: proof to the uh, the opposite actually.
0: There's just proof that men get more movies. I mean, and, and it's kind of funny. I was reading an interview. Um, with Florence how do you say her last name Pook?
1: Pew. Puke.
0: but just for little women that it's funny that like Greta made this film about women working and their relationship with money and how they're like how their life is affected of working in a man's world which is what little women is about and like that's exactly what's happening in this moment
1: <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah it is kind of what's going on like
0: it makes me really mad. The first woman w- was nominated in 1976. It was Lena Wertmuller for Seven Beauties. I, I didn't know this I do not film. know that movie at all. Um, And then it would take 17 years before another woman, which was Jane Campion for The Piano, would receive a nomination. That's and then we a- have Sophia Coppola for Lost in Translation, obviously The Hurt Locker, Catherine Bigelow, and then Lady Bird. So... Boo! Yeah, boo! And this isn't just the Oscars; it's kind of all of the awards. Like the Palm, um, door—only one female director has ever won that. That's the top prize right. at the Cannes Film Festival. And I, which think, I
1: feel that's really surprising. You figure if anywhere they're going to have more, they would have. Sofia Coppola
0: is the only one I think. Oh well, she became the second one ever. So, um, this is a huge issue that, um. I mean, needs to be addressed, and I think not just directing, but all of the aspects of the film. Like I think three quarters of leading cast and crew roles, so like seventy-four percent, they also go to men. So you've only got twenty-six percent of the roles of all of the film, you know, going going to women.
1: We got we got to work out that. Uh got to work on that, everybody. There's somebody work worked there. It's, it gives the impression that there's not a lot of female directing or producing talent, and that's not the case. That's not the case. You all. have
0: to just give them. I mean, especially if you're a woman of color, just forget about it. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> like, even bother. The, I, I think it I feel was, like Ava
1: DuVernay is kind of poisoning that well a little bit, and it's not great, unfortunately.
0: Ava DuVernay has made incredible things. What are you talking about? What have you her, seen by her?
1: Oh, I'm just saying her movies are fantastic to most people don't make money and she has a very bad reputation for being difficult behind the scenes i feel like
0: i'm sure she is difficult because she's putting up against she has to fight all of these things and women are often pegged as difficult when they speak up whereas men are like oh he's very take charge and women are considered difficult this has no. been a problem throughout history. Oh sure. And a couple of her big things were re- released on Netflix, and they did incredibly well. So like, you can't. What, say, what did she do that was on Netflix? Um, she had her, her documentary, The Thirteenth, amazing, and then that show, When They See Us, about the Central Park Five, also amazing. Mm, like both. critically acclaimed things, but they were released on Netflix, not in cri- theaters, cri- so you criti- can't judge it the same.
1: Critically acclaimed and low rated, from what all this metrics say. That's the problem that they're having. Like that's the problem with like. Uh, With Ava DuVernay, is that she just makes awesome stuff that nobody wants to see, and that's a problem. In like her case specifically, that like she needs to work on that. Man, she's doing. She's even making this New Gods movie for the DC. She's making a comic book movie. She is making a comic book movie currently. That's her next movie, and it's a topic again that people are like, I don't really care. I don't want to see. I just
0: think that I mean, you're that's very general when you say no one wants to see them because. The things that she's making to me, I 100% want to see them. They're missing from the film world, and the whole point of filmmaking is to make things that blow your hair back and that move you and that are a story that need to be told. If you are just making films because you think they're going to be popular and make money, then I think you have failed as a filmmaker. Yeah,
1: but you've succeeded as a director. (laughs) By your um, Maybe you've succeeded
0: as a, um, a film industry pawn to just make, like, here, big movie, people see, make it. I like hey. people, all of my favorite it films is a, it is a business. are indie films that are way more interesting and different than and, all the same stuff.
1: But yeah, but then those indie directors go, and then they get signed by Disney, and then they go make a Marvel movie, and then they get to make their other movie, like. That's the that's the kind of... like I feel like uh, Taika is a big example of this. You make movies that are really good that you want to make, and then you do like... It's the old system. You make one for yourself, one for the studio, and as long as you keep making your yes, kind of... Yes, but he's making
0: movies that are like... Re- they're very friendly. It's a totally different vibe than having to watch the central park five be arrested and go to jail for a horrendous crime that they didn't commit because of racism. Sure. You can't really compare that to hunt for the wilder people of like adorable New Zealanders, like in the woods, like it's not the same thing,
1: but it is because they're both movies feel like a topic for a future move, but there is kind of the same thing. It's like you can make, they are the same thing because they're compared to each other. Like they both get released into the public sphere and then, I know your subject matter might be more intense or more important but it doesn't change the fact that now you have to get people to want to go see or watch your movie because what good is if you make the best piece of art ever, ever if nobody ever sees it
0: because that's the studio's fault those are the movies that should be pushed up and advertised so much of that is advertising and put in your face because there are indie films that end up doing really well because the studios decide to push them so they decide what they push and what they bury and a lot of movies get buried that end up being like the nice guys remember that that was a great oh, movie that was yeah that was buried because that's just like they determine what we see and what we don't see and i think that's the bigger issue of all the studios need to give more money to female directors mm-hmm. and let people do more passion projects because i think those films end up being better in the long run yeah but, I mean, we, I guess we have ho- to both Hollywood. get off of our soapbox because we are out of time and we, we need to wrap up the show here.
1: We need more uh, more low-budget kind of movies, man, like more mid-budget mid, um, 40 million, $40 million movies, man. The loss of that really – it's really hurting Hollywood, man. Let me tell you. It's, I see ya. It's, it's All right. that okay. you. All right. Okay. But you know what? If you want to find some mid, mid-level mid movies that have been made or <laughs> the big budget ones, stop by your local library. Buffalo has, and Erie County has 37 branches all over the place. Stop on by. Everything that we hear, talk about here is going to be available either now or in the near future. So stop on by the desk. Tell them what you want. We'll get it for you. Go, don't forget to visit our website, www.buffalolib.org. Find out where our little bookmobile is going to be driving around. Uh, we also have our downloadable books ebooks and such are available there through overdrive all you need is a library card, and people—they're free. There's no reason not to have oh, one. Wow. Stop on is by. Is that and how pick
0: libraries one. work? It's it all is. free.
1: It's important what stuff. What a deal! I mean, it literally doesn't get any better than
0: that. What a deal! And don't forget, follow us on Twitter at all booked up pod, where we talk about stuff. I don't really have a lot of facts because everything was super depressing talking about women in, women in film. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's interesting that on the top 100 grossing films of 2019, women represented only 12% of directors, 20% of writers, uh, 26% of producers and 2% of cinematographers. Oof. In that's a 2018, problem. Mud Bloods Rachel Morrison became the first woman ever to be nominated for an Academy Award in cinematography. 2018.
1: Wow. That seems like a horrible oh God, that's horrible right there. I don't that seems like one category for sure.
0: I read a thing that said um, there are more women editors, not more than men, obviously, but more than the other films because at a point they're like, "Oh, women would probably be good at like piecing things together like that, and relating it to like knitting and those aspects of like, well, women are really good at that. They'll probably be good at this." This is the mindset yeah, that we need pretty, to change. Women pretty can, terrible, can work on cinematography, but okay, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back next week with N99, and right we'll there. see you then. Bye.